All right, we will call the meeting to order. Um, introductions of members and public uh, attending the meeting. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Or are you? Um, I can, maybe I can introduce them because you'll be hearing from them um, okay. later. Would you like to introduce yourself? Would you like to introduce yourself? Unless it's necessary, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you don't care to, that's all right. Uh, well, my friend Gail Slatnik is in the, uh, in the audience. Um, and then on the side of the room here, we have Ray Michael in the green shirt and Ethan Wyatt in the blue shirt. And they're going to be our first presenters for the um, South District Bus Stop Bench Project today. And we also have <clears throat> Rachel Kilberg, who is the Assistant City Manager. And I'll talk more about her in a little while. Perfect. Thanks. Um, any, I assume there's no discussion of any item not on the agenda. Is there anything? No? Okay. Keep moving then. Uh, can we consider the minutes from our last meeting on May 4th? Move to approve. All second. Perfect. All in favor? Aye. 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 Um, Dominic seconded, but who moved? <coughs> Anita. Anita, okay. Um, all right, perfect. We're to your guys' uh, portion then. We'll take it away, Ray and Ethan. Uh, well, hello. Thanks for inviting us. Uh, like uh, Wendy mentioned earlier, uh, I'm Ray Michaels. This is Ethan Wyatt. And uh, we are a couple of local artists that are uh, doing our best to work on a piece of public art that will hopefully also be functional, um, a bus bench that will uh, double as public art. Um, so feel free to hit the next slide. Um, uh, did it maybe advance twice, or maybe I have them out of order? Oh. oh, there we go. <laughs> um, so when we uh, kind of got going and got together um, in started working with the South District uh, Neighborhood Association, um, we decided to, that we had a lot of questions and we had an initial survey um, of, of things that we just wanted to know, sort of where the, the neighborhood was, um, what things they were looking for in public art uh, and uh, even a, a bus bench uh, and, and whatnot. And um, we had a, a decent showing of, of responses. Um, 27. Yeah, like uh, about 30 or 40 uh, responses or whatever. Uh, but it was a fairly lengthy um, uh, uh, survey. Um, so that tends to be a little more prohibitive for people to fill out. <laughs> but we all had a, a, amazing responses that people were talking about, their pride of the neighborhood, um, the community that they appreciated, uh, the friends and family um, that that were around them all the time, um, the the fun and color and excitement and celebration that they would have time and again um, with their, within their environment. And uh, time and time again, uh, people are saying, I don't know what we want, but just make sure it has bright colors, that it's, it's nice and fun and, and things like that. Um, so those are some of the, the things that we were uh, batting around uh, quite a bit for the initial um, sketches and concepts, uh, for example. Um, along those lines, um, so, I don't know if you all uh, are able to see or notice, but Ethan is a fairly young strapping lad uh, that uh, we, uh, we're definitely going back and forth uh, on, on what it meant to do public art, what is a bench, um, what, uh, what is the process entail, all these kinds of things. Um, and since uh, he's, he's fairly early in his training uh, in visual arts, um, I, uh, decided whether or not it was wise of me to, to try to uh, jam pack as much of like visual art training, which usually is about four years for a standard <laughs> undergraduate program, right? Uh, try to jam pack that into maybe four months or so. So uh, I, I think I frustrated Ethan <laughs> a handful of times. <laughs> um, but he rose to the occasion. He did an amazing job. Um, and uh, we, um, I really, pushed him to try to do the, the ideation and iteration, uh, just come up with more and more ideas at the beginning, um, because once you start going down a particular route, it's hard to back out of, right? Um, and so 
an example of some of the crazy fun uh, thumbnails that, that he had worked on. There's pages and pages and pages of these that, that he was able to uh, come up with. We decided not to uh, bombard you with all the paper or whatnot. Um, but from there, uh, went on to um, sketches um, and, and uh, really, so the thumbnails and everything like that, that's sort of like the learning process, trying to figure out you know, what it is to, to do these kinds of things. Um, sketches, uh, for example, this particular one, exploring the idea of like, what is a bench? Um, what, like, why do chairs or seats have four legs or whatever? Uh, one of my favorite uh, quotes is uh, uh, past Disney animator Glenn Keane talking about a chair as an anti-gravity device. Um, and so I just think that that's a, a fun sort of idea and I think Ethan uh, thought it was fun as well. Um, and, and thus this kind of sketch here. Um, feel free to take the legs out of the equation, kind of. Just <laughs> thought that was funny. <laughs> exactly. And um, and moving on to studies, uh, Ethan has a, a great sense of like color and excitement and movement within uh, painting and things like that. And so I encouraged him to sort of stick to his strengths in that regard. Um, and and he he did a variety of of different studies um, that uh, we also coupled with uh, some renderings, um, which uh, we then um, go ahead and uh, put out to uh, a variety of folks uh, in a, a second survey, um, which if anybody wants to fill it out, by all means, you definitely can. 7126bench.com uh, is, is where we've been trying to keep all of the stuff. The, the first survey, the second survey, uh, we hope to put updates there as well. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and hit the next one. So the, the, the second uh, survey is a lot shorter than the first one, and so we have a lot more responses already. Um, and it's, it's just these are three concepts that we felt were the strongest. Uh, out of those three, what, uh, what do you like? Please rank them in order from most preferred to least preferred. And uh, as of this moment, when I checked right before we got here, the current winner uh, is yeah. this one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. There, there's been uh, there's been a lot of mixed opinions on it. Yeah, there's been a lot of praise in that regard, and there's been a lot of questions as well on on, on this uh, particular design. Um, so, this is kind of the direction that we're heading towards, and uh, one of the things that I kind of was hoping that I think we were hoping to uh, ask all of you is sort of like uh, you know permission to move forward with such a design, um, and I'm I'm I think we both are very much so open to questions, concerns, thoughts, anything that you have uh, at this moment. Um, yeah, I guess before I advance to the next slide, is do any of you want to say anything? <laughs> I just think it's really practical that the bench itself looks like it can be easily replaced. Like it's something that um, in its current form, um, you know, if something happens to the bench, it can be easily replaced. So then the main sculpture, there's a little bit more focus on the main sculptural piece of the arm. Um, and then, you know, again, if the bench starts looking a little, you know, rough, you can replace it relatively easily. So like, ooh, practicality, whimsy and practicality. Yeah. <laughs> what is the material that the hand is made out of? Yeah, that's a great question. I was realizing. Uh, Jenny, that I, can you I put your uh, microphone closer? No, sorry about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the question of what material the hand is made out of, uh, all three designs that we presented um, uh, are, we're planning to do fabrication out of metal. Um, mm. and, and so we would plan for uh, a metal structure here as well. Um, and I know it. It looks very sculptural and everything like that, but we also have connections with a whole variety of different types of people, including some civil engineer people. Yeah, like civil that. engineers or yeah. other structural engineers and, and whatnot. And I would very much so uh, appreciate any help that uh, any of the the services or, or, or utilities of the city uh, would be willing to at least discuss. Not saying have to do a whole lot or whatever, but just to uh, make sure that we're thinking of everything and, and, and you know, not going to step on anybody's toes uh, or whatnot. And, but the idea is that there's an underlying structure with trusses and things along those lines. Um, what looks to be 
perhaps chains or whatever right now is actually planned to be rigid structure. Uh, it's not supposed to be a swing by any means. Um, and uh, I think there was also some, I was thinking about, um, I haven't told Ethan this yet or not or whatever, but thinking about like ADA and accessibility, I know that like uh, tap sticks need sort of like a kick, uh, kick area or whatnot. So um, can plan for um, things along that line, along those lines as well underneath. Um, if need be, but um, this is at the very least the concept, and um, yeah, metal right now is the long answer, I guess. <laughs> this is uh, DOT right away. I'm, I'm Ron Kanaki, I'm the public works director, uh, so uh, engineering is is one of my divisions. Um, I, I, clearly, metal and vehicles won't get along very well if there's a you know, an errant vehicle. Uh, so one of the things we have to look at is clear zones and requirements as far as the DOT has um, gotcha. outside of the back of curb and outside of the lane lines, um, which may actually push this to have to be behind the sidewalk instead of in front of the sidewalk. Okay. Um, and hopefully there's room for that. And the other thing we'll have to look at is utilities in the area. Um, Obviously, we're going to have to have some type of foundation underneath this to support it. So um, we'll have to work through that. So if if we have, if you could provide me, I'll, I can get you my contact information yeah. and uh, get a site plan so we can just kind of get a layout, kind of a, a plan view of it, just so we can kind of start passing that through the powers to be to um, get some review from that aspect. Yeah, and just to make sure I uh, heard you and understood you correctly, you were asking for a site plan for me, is that right? It just, it just basically would be a plan of you. So I, I mean, we can provide you some information, and we can kind of provide you some of that, but it just kind of yeah. lay it out just so we can That'd get something into yeah. the DOT and get some approvals that yeah. way yeah. before we get, get too far down the road. So. Exactly, a lay of the land, then, yeah, we can fill in the, <laughs> the empty Perfect. spots. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, Julie. I'm Parks and Rec Director. I am wondering if you used a structure, a typical swing and bench like a playground swing set structure right. I know that would take some of the asymmetrical part away from it but if you made the hand kind of come the whole way over the top of that structure then you would have a kind of more approved structure already in place to hold everything in place and then if you built the hand and the arm around one side of it might want to just consider that as an option for the, yeah. make the engineering a whole lot not not the site plan engineering, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the structural. the structural engineering part a lot more stable. And you would have, like I said, you would have a structure to start with that's already built to hold a bench right in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to chat with you more yeah. too. <laughs> Do you have a structural engineer you've been talking to about this? I have a friend that's. Uh, currently going to school for it and he sent me sketches and everything so but I have I haven't talked to a actual firm yet but mm -hmm. to. And it also sounds like uh, your friend has been uh, passing it by his boss as yeah. well right yeah. um, and and sort of you know going through sort of informal uh, uh, channels so far because one of the things I, I have been thinking about with this is that uh, Ethan and I are just two individuals. We're not an engineering firm. We're not an architectural firm. Um, so we thought it'd be a good idea to whittle down to one design first, and then we can start working on all the problems. <laughs> I feel like I should already know this, but where exactly is this located? Oh, uh, yeah. So it's a bus stop 7126, which is, uh, do you know where the Amazon hub is? It's Over by uh, Heinz Road? Heinz Road, that's exactly right. East of Heinz Road on the south side of yep. Highway 6. Okay. There's a bus pull off there. So is it, it's not along the highway, right? It is along the highway. Yep. It is along yeah. the that's highway. That's the south side of Highway 6. Okay. Yeah. Um, just yeah. thinking and sort of following up on some of the ideas, I mean, it, it probably will have to be off the road because of oh, yeah. visibility yeah. and stuff. But um, if you went with that kind of an idea and you had the hand come out more, it could be like tied around the wrist and in the fingers, one side. Yeah. And that could also provide shade. Right. And rain protection. And some rain. Yeah. yeah just, uh, well, not great rain, but no. some. Right. But some. Depends where it's <laughs> Some, you know, like just right. some, like just by kind of altering that and, you know, just like a little tie around the way there yeah. is there. And, and uh, you talking about like 
shelter and, and, and rain cover and things along those lines. Uh, I've lived in this neighborhood for about 10 years, um, and I've taken wow. that specific bus stop for about that, as many years. So I'm familiar with that bus stop. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we've talked about uh, uh, possibilities of, of shelter and things like that. And we were definitely discussing those things. But sometimes the heart wants one of what's. So. <laughs> Yeah, but that way you would have the, you know, instead of going like this, it could go like that on the wrist and then. Right. Yeah, 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 totally. And, and uh, <laughs> just proof of concept at the moment, so we're definitely open to <laughs> modifications as needed. <laughs> it's really stunning and beautiful. I know that's not any feedback but you need, but it's spectacular, in my opinion. Good job. Yeah, I really <laughs> On the survey, they said they didn't like it because it stuck out too much. So, ah, <laughs> might be a criticism, or I don't. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, they had written the feedback yeah. that they thought it was too bold for the neighborhood, and uh, I was telling Ethan that I'll wear that with a badge of pride. <laughs> My family's voting now, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, as conceived of now, how um, how wide would the base be? It just it helps me to get a sense of proportion or a little bit more of a sense of proportion. Uh, I wrote down those numbers. Um, I I don't have them memorized sure. unfortunately, but the the width of the green strip that's there, I think it's uh, five feet. I believe. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the um, the artists are looking for. Um, not of approval, consent for this concept to move forward and start working out the actual structural details. And also, I'll, I'll just say that uh, if you feel that we need to come back for more uh, updates or whatever, I, I, I'll speak for Ethan and say that uh, we're happy to do that as well. So. I think the voting, when does the voting conclude? I, mean, I hate to make a dis, like, that would be a bad election. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, it needs to be dependent on the, on the end or whatever the time mm. you did on the survey. But also, um, and then the conversation, I think, with um, the Department of yeah. Traffic and, you know, people with ordinance and. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, thanks. Pulling numbers. That's. Uh, the most recent snapshot that I got um, from, from the last numbers we had was like 70 responses, yeah. 75. So this is a, um, I had to put a note on my phone because I knew I wouldn't remember it, uh, a particular type of waiting. Uh, Rank order voting. And how did you notify people in the neighborhood about um, the survey? Um, we've got a, a, some flyers. Uh, that uh, Ethan's posted around. Uh, I put a, a flyer on the bus stop itself. Oh, nice. um, uh, we reached out to Wendy a bit and uh, uh, Angie Jordan um, with South District uh, Neighborhood and asked them to, you know, uh, feel free to send it out and push it out. Uh, that was just earlier this week, though. <laughs> and um, but then also just kind of doing our own sort of uh, uh, communication blitz, if you want to call it, and just telling anybody and everybody um, sort of like check it out um, um, what you what you think um, we do have a question on the survey asking if you're in the neighborhood or not so we have those numbers as well um, just to know how to sort of weight that information um, but yeah otherwise uh, the reason these numbers are off are because it's a it's similar to the the ranked uh, like a Tiedemann I think is is the person that came up with it like a mm -hmm. uh, particular weighting of, of the count and stuff. Um, and, and you had originally asked about, like, when is the voting done? Our first survey, we kind of just left it open, and people eventually just stopped answering. Um, I was kind of thinking that it might be a similar uh, uh, thing along those lines with this, too. So I don't know that I have, like, a specific deadline to be able to <laughs> share. Can you remind me of the budget for this project? Uh, like 10,000, if I remember correctly. Have you done any cost estimates yet? Of nope, not yet. not yet. It was one of those things that we wanted to try to focus on one design rather than three designs. <laughs> yep. 
But if that goes over budget, I mean, like, I'll just pay for it because I, I want it to go up, you know. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what exactly our process we had laid out, but I would love to see it again. I mean, I feel like a lot could change after you get go through DOT process and talk to a structural engineer and stuff and get more real about cost. Yeah, you know, I really like all three of them, so I would be willing to have you pursue number one, but if you run into some big obstacles to come talk to us more about that or come back. Yeah, the Domino's one is really cool, too. The yeah, second or third exactly. one, really. <laughs> we have some um, fallbacks, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe pursuing it that way is a top three, look, in my opinion, all good. So. Yeah. And I do want to caution about um, going over budget yeah, or paying out of that. your own pocket <laughs> because that, that is not a lengthy career. It, it's yeah. really hard to maintain that. And um, you know, artists deserve to be paid. It's my mantra. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great. Unless there are any other questions, I think you have your direction to move forward, find more details, work on pricing, work on structural, and right away, et cetera. And then let's plan to have you back as early as next month. Yeah, Again, sounds great. Again, with an update. Great work. Great. Fantastic, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for your time. Isn't that exciting? That is so cool. <laughs> the collaboration. Yeah, it's really What did you use to do the rendering? Was it just, just all Photoshop? <gasps> wow. Nice work. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a good at <laughs> <laughs> All right. so interesting. Where's my best stuff? All right. Wendy, do you want to take us through the sculpture showcase selections? Yeah. Sharing. gave me some training on how to manage this with the Zoom recording at the same time. I think we're there. There we are. Okay. Um, although, that's not the first slide. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, well, I thought, um, as we did last year, that... Um, I would just have one image of the sculptures that were submitted for our sculpture showcase up. And um, I appreciate everybody that was able to send in um, scores, but I thought we would review and discuss, if you like, any, any of the, uh, the initial images. Um, Tim Adams, a prolific artist, submitted five entries. And Tim's had um, a a piece in Mercer Park for the last couple of years, a different piece each of those two years. And he's also the designer of the piece out here in the lobby um, with the metal and the lighting. But as you can see, he's got coral, open arms, pose, prairie tussock, and window dressing, each very different. Hildy DeBryan had a couple of pieces um, each of the last two years. Um, this year she submitted Shifting Gear and Circle of Trust. Kristen Garnett had a couple last year in Riverfront Crossings. Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce what I'll call Cleoptile. Um, there and uh, also Fragmentary Composition and Shadow Ship. And Adar Ashumgalov submitted Upside Down. He's the only wooden sculptor, or sculptor of wood, I guess, would be a better way to say that, um, with his Upside Down sculpture. And then Jose Trejo Maya with a project that came in without a tile, a title, sorry. And Dan Perry with Architrave. And Skip Willits with Between Myth and Sky, Becoming the Moon, and Three Pods. 
Anybody have any questions about any of those pieces as they are? That I, I think I'll stop sharing at this point and move to um, the spreadsheet with the scoring that came in. And we can add Jenny's if you've got them, if you never, if you didn't have a chance Oh, I to. thought I submitted them. Oh, was it late? No, yesterday. Ah, oh, I totally missed them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. Let's see here. Um, get out of the way there. Okay, so oh, we're going. Hmm? <coughs> so I'll have to go back and, it's and look. It's okay. Maybe I, I thought it was a Google Doc, right? Well, the one I sent to you was just a simple attachment. Oh, you want to? Oh, never mind. I. It's okay. Carry on. <laughs> um, well, there's still opportunity to put a score in if you like. Um, can you all see the left side of that? Okay. In the top. Um, I used color coding at the totals in the bottom, and I think we came up with eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, that were the lowest scoring, and thus, um, by some logic, could be the ones that we placed. But this is all open up for discussion at this point. Low, so, low score is good score here. Low score is good okay. because yes, maybe no, we're scored one, two, and three. And um, so you can see that the lowest scoring one is on the far right. Skip Willett's three pods. He got eight points for that total. Everybody said yes on that, on his, and I think that was the only one that um, merited all ones. And then from there... Um, we go to those that got 12 points, and that would be um, Dan Perry. Oh, no, there's an 11-pointer there with Hildy's uh, Circle of Trust. Tim Adams' Prairie Tussocks, and uh, also his Open Arms. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. Um, and then, let's see. And then Kristen. Did I hit the 13s? Sorry. Kristen Garnett and Idar with the wooden. I think you can see those as well as I can there. Um, these are the, the, the ones with the green color coding and the total would be the ones that received the highest scoring. And so I think we need to decide, are those the ones that we want to display? And then we can have another discussion about where. Oh, Kristen. I'm curious why there's Tim Adams has a 14 and the Hilde one is a 15, but the Kristen says 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 16s with, um, yeah, Kristen Garnett has two 16s. Oh, okay. Then it changed after I added the last scores in. Sorry. All right, let me just get rid of the color. <laughs> Jenny, do you, do you think you could add your scores in? How do I quickly? add them? Like, or just like we'll literally just go through like one, two, three, and then maybe. Just tell them to win it, you can put them <laughs> in. Okay, I'll go no, right I, meant I liked um, Tim Adams' Coral 1. Okay. Sorry. Okay. It's going to be really embarrassing. Uh, no, two. Okay. They can see our code. Uh, three. Uh, uh, two. Thanks. Okay. That was helpful, though. That, I thought it was magical Google docking. Okay. So let's, I'll, I'll color code, renew the color code again, but I need help with you guys. So um, I see the lowest one here is still three pods. 
call him green. I like your tiny. Dan Perry has 13. 13, thank you. Lucky 13. Okay. And then Circle, Circle of Trust. Trust has 13. Um, Prairie Tussex has 14. And then you have two 15s. His open arms and coral. That's three by the same artist. Yeah, that would be my concern too. Mm -hmm. Let's see what they are first. And then. And then you have two 16s. I should have Kristen, been rougher. Shadow ship and then upside down. I suppose you could discuss whether or not you wanted to limit the number of pieces displayed by one artist. And if, for example, you wanted to, to limit Tim Adams to two, then perhaps you would find an alternate for yeah, one of his three. I would, Kristen's, I would um, propose that, I guess. Is that yeah, take out, yeah, take out one of his and then add in the Cleo, Cleo tile. Take it out. Take it out. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the Anita one. moves that you take out that no, one. <laughs> and so which one of Tim's to take out? Who's, who's, who voted the three on Can Coral? Can slide over? I think that was me. Who? I was going to say it might have been me, but. I just want to know if it's I someone I could arm wrestle. Ouch. Because <laughs> I had a three in the other one. <laughs> Wendy, can you, would you mind sliding it over a little bit? No. Just three together, you think? That would be sweet. There you go. Yeah. That didn't make it either. Did you make it to My three had more to do with comparing his five options. That was my least favorite of the options that he proposed. Of course, I like the one that everyone else did like. <laughs> I really like the face. I like mm. the, really the face, too. I thought the window dressing one was really whimsical and cute, but. I thought those, the two by Kristen that are like pillars would be kind of cool next to each other, juxtapose the stainless and weathered steel. Yeah, I did but too, but you, that's like... You liked one, loved one and hated the other though, huh? You do not like weathered steel? Is that, uh, I'm sorry, wait, what? The, um, I noticed a pattern. You didn't like the, the weathered steel ones. Is that the material or the... I did not. <laughs> How does the group feel about not doing Tim Adams' coral and doing the stainless steel Kristen Garnet one instead. I'm like, on board. I like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. The stainless steel one? Yeah. Yeah. Jenny's going to get mad. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to throw down the gauntlet on that one. On that the stainless the steel one? I like the stainless steel oh. one. I liked them both. I really did. Yeah. I wish I could have seen some of the words in the um, descriptions. The Jose. Uh, yeah, I can't tell what it is. All text, but I couldn't read any text, and it was illegible in his application as well. Yeah, I yeah. didn't understand it enough to say, yeah, we should put that out in the public. I thought it was a shower. Do you know? Do you know what the material is of it? He said in the application it was like transparent. Oh, it's kind of cool. It seems more like an indoor application to me. But. And I notice it's the only only one that's not done. Like the others are 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 um, somewhere already made. That's one. That one is not. That's more concepts. And it's the only non-Iowan artist as well. Oh wow! I was gonna say I did notice um, that. What appears to be like the dark. I zoomed in. Um, that one of the pictures is a photograph of a man named Remy um, from, I think, the Harvard Museum, who is a formerly enslaved person who has scars on his back, whose family, I believe, is currently suing for ownership of those photos, um, which is 
to me, that type of artwork requires some community conversations and community context um, versus just kind of like dropping those images in and kind of walking away. So that is why it got a low score for me. And I think would be an important point of consideration if we did want to move forward with that. And, and then in relationship to that, there's a lot of text, so you yep. don't want to. Right. <laughs> Is it interactive? It looked like something that would open up. He said it, I thought there was a description of the piece and said that it was interactive in some way or uh, possibly kinetic. Maybe I just, maybe I imagine that. Um, I like the ones that we have in green. Mm -hmm. Is that a motion? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, motion to move forward with the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight highlighted in green. With the where? Yeah, and. Let's um, let me clarify for the record that that those would be um, Tim Adams, Open Arms, Tim Adams, Prairie Tussocks, Hildy DeBryan's Circle of Trust, Kristen Garnett's Cleoptile, uh, Kristen Garnett's Shadow Ship, Idar Ashemgalov's Upside Down, Dan Perry's Architrave, and Skip Willett's three pods. So that was um, Dominic's motion, the clarification of who they were. I think we still need a second. I'll second the motion. Do we want to discuss any further where they're going before we vote or just accept these and then we can talk about where Yeah, that go. could be the okay. discussion. All right, sure. all in favor for accepting these? Aye. Aye. Do we have a map or anything of the yeah. locations? I do. Oh, and behold. Nice. So the, the one I, I like to weigh in on first or most is the one at Scott Park, um, just because it stands by itself kind of back in that park aways. And I think the wooden one would, would go well there if people would, would be okay with that one going at Scott Park. So uh, there were there are two, one basically on either side of McAllister Bridge. One the the northern one is near the animal uh, shelter, and the southern one is kind of back behind Hills Bank on the trail. Um, then there are three in River Crossings Park. One at Mercer Park, and it seems like I'm missing one other. The Scott Park and Mercer. I think that's all of them. And Mercer, we try to choose one usually that's kind of playful because it's right by the playground. That's that's the only two on the park. So with those in mind, I'll flip back to the overview. I can easily go back and forth if you need me to. The Prairie Tussocks is nice. It moves. It's a kinetic piece. Would that be, do you think, a good one for... Yeah, and we've had Tim, Tim Adams pieces there for the last two years, so I think that people one, are used. To it. Yeah, they're <laughs> that. that one could go to Mercer, and then wooden one to Scott. Okay, I'm just gonna write this down here. Oh, that's a nice to do it that way. Is there a trio that might be? good for Riverfront Crossings Park. So I have an opinion on one of the pieces. Um, I thought three pods would look nice. I liked um, the photographs that Skip Willits included. I thought that would be a nice, um, it's one of those sculptures that changes as you move around it and I thought that was really delightful or the images that he chose um, to include with his application. I thought that would be really nice there, but. Um, but that's me. In which space? 
Um, and Riverfront Crossings. Oh, yeah. But I'd like, so I also like the idea of, I really enjoy walking around the, um, the Snelson a lot and, and thinking about that. So I really like the idea of having sort of a companion sculpture over there that you can walk around and have different views of as well. What about the Kristen Garnett? That would, I thought about that Let's one too. Together. The basket mm -hmm. one? Yes. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Shadow ship, yeah. yeah. I thought that would be a nice shape and a little bit different from what it, the verticality um, currently at Riverfront Crossings. Um, and then maybe open arms would be the I was, third. I, was I, that too. Yeah. I had a note about that one. Oh, ah, I love. Mm. <laughs> so together-y this month. <laughs> <laughs> would you put? Would you put the um, shadow ship between the two heavier ones? Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of like heavy and then light. Heavy, heavy, yeah. Okay, so that leaves um, Shadow ship the two, the yeah. two on either side of um, McAllister Bridge, and the one up behind Hills Bank, I think. All right. I can show you those. Yeah, again. I think I need. <laughs> so these are the two on either side of McAllister. I might have described this one wrong last time, but it's on the pathway that starts around Terry Trooper. Kind of the trailhead area yeah. there. Ah, okay. And then this is the one that's kind of behind the animal shelter. And then this is the one I keep saying is behind Hills Bank, but it is that right? It's just south of the bridge there. So of, of, the, of those three, it seems like the one at the trailhead at River at um, Terry Tree Blood is probably the most visible. If that makes a difference to which one people want to put there, I, I've got a. I don't know. I think architrave could be nice with its mm -hmm. curves, but that's a good idea. Um, it has some color um, at the trailhead at Terry Tree Blood. Yeah, I had. That's what I had down. Yeah, cool. The togetheriness continues. It's great. Mm. Okay, so that leaves uh, Hildes and Kristen's for um, the one behind Hills Bank. Where is Hildes now? Do you remember? Yeah, there. One's behind the Animal Center, and one's behind Hills Bank. Because I was going to say it's easier when they, at that point, if she oh. changes out at the same site, because yeah. she take away the one that's there and bring a new one in. So now I'm thinking about Circle of Trust down by the Animal Center. I'm thinking of like yeah. poodles jumping through the circles. So it's more <laughs> of like, mm. it's just that came into my head. I don't know. Nice. Um, the color of it there kind of holds its own in that zone with the trees around it where the um, Kristen yeah. Cleoptiles. Uh, Feels like it would be a nice, right by the bridge there, mm. you can see it from the traffic and the rivers behind it and stuff. That would be gorgeous. So the circle of trust, oh yeah, there you go. That's Hills Bank and Trust. And then this is near. Like that goes with the architecture Animal shelter. Here too. A little postmodern and lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get them all? Nice. Thanks. So you've got sculptures and you've got locations. Do we need a motion to approve these locations? Okay. I motion we approve these locations. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. When do they go up? When is the date? Um, they'll be installed between, it's about July 28th or 9th. I believe they have to be up by August 5th. It's that last week of July and the first week of August. And the coordination for that will start right away. Great. It's getting easier though, though, when we have some of the same people coming, because park staff helps with a lot of them. And oh. They're amazing. So that, 
Um, brings up a question I had, and it would be more of an IT question of if, like, um, if the application you could submit multiple uh, sculptures within the same, so that Tim didn't have to, and the the agenda packet didn't have to have the same CV, multiple, 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 multiple sure. times. Yeah, if there's some way to sort of simplify that, both in terms of an agenda packet, but also maybe for the artist as well. I'm sure there is. Yeah, just like we do with references, you can after you enter one, you can hit the add button and yeah, the same it, set of uh, yeah. fields coming up again. So so then we just the image and then sort of the explanation of the sculpture. Yeah. Or no, that sculpture. would simplify things. And I would hold it to either three to five image, yeah. like little limit, like no more than five or three or whatever people think. Mm-hmm. Three. If we're not going to choose more than two of each from each, right? Then there's three. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Okay. It's pretty standard for competitions. Maximum of three. Okay. And then usually you have to pay more. Okay. And you have to pay more. Oh. He's supplementing our. Our public art budget with four to five applications. All right. Do you want to talk about the Lucas Farms yeah. situation? Yeah. Um, this is a, I, I want, let me just back up one second. I wanted to get some direction from the committee on how to handle what's become kind of a languishing neighborhood art project. Um, this is one that um, started being talked about in early 2021, and I, rem I, I went back in the files and saw that a survey for the Lucas Farms neighborhood had been developed, and that survey was to um, figure out, determine what kind of public art would the neighborhood like, since the committee had um, designated uh, $12,000 in funds for a neighborhood art project. Um, I found nothing in the file about results of that survey, which was May of 21. And then in March of 21, I, I went back in emails, and Marsha had indicated to one of the key contacts of the neighborhood, Judy Nyron, that um, she understood that um, a local neighborhood artist was on board for the project named Ben Farrar, um, and that um, they had communicated that Ben would have uh, a design submitted um, yet that spring. And so um, the, basically the day before Marsha uh, retired, we had a meeting with Judy and uh, she brought in copies of Ben's design, um, which were, they were okay. They included um, a motif of some Meskwaki, um symbols and shapes um, however they and they were incorporated into what looked like interpretive signs um, and we understood the project was to have the same kind of purpose that the neighborhood signs in the Longfellow neighborhood had have which were to interpret history at various locations certain types of houses like the Moffat houses etc um, so staff input back to uh, them at the time, back to Judy, who was to take it to, to Ben, was to ensure that the neighborhood was having some input on these designs. Um, and we also cautioned them that there were some de design elements that uh, would, would be uh, probably not looked upon favorably. And that was that there were some pointed elements um, this sounds a little crude in its description, but almost like a fork would be if you stuck a large sign-sized fork in the ground. So we cautioned against that just for safety's sake. Um, and uh, in, in April then, so Marsha retired in, in uh, March. In April, uh, let's see, uh, we had a little more communication over it. Um, and then, in, but still didn't get any refinement on the designs. We carried the budget over then from FY22 to FY23, the year we're in now. Um, 
and uh, still no designs. Then in September, I requested an update, and the next day, uh, Judy from the neighborhood said, I'd like to meet with you one-on-one, -on -one, and we did. And she talked about um, uh, the new design that Ben said he was gonna have in a couple of weeks. And nothing happened again. And then in January, I requ requested an update, and Judy responded that she had tried to get Ben off the dime and, and get these new designs in. And then later in January, he submitted this very interesting design, which um, was new and had, um, to me, I thought elements that would be um, very acceptable. And I so I asked for um, whether or not there had been any neighbor, neighborhood input, how many signs they thought they might be able to incorporate with the budget that we had, um, or how many, I don't want to call them signs, they're more like monuments, um, and uh, and does it fit in the budget? So neighborhood, how many, what's the plan, and budget. And uh, didn't hear anything, and didn't hear anything again. So bugged them again in April, and uh, I got a message back from Judy saying Ben was really busy. I got a message from Ben saying he was really busy, and other personal things were getting in the way. He couldn't address the project until this summer sometime. And meanwhile, our finance department is gonna ask me for carryover again. And I wanted to get some direction from you, the committee, on how much time you think we ought to give the project before um, we revert the funds back into other uses. So that's the background. And he didn't give any parameter on what this summer, like when he said he could okay. get to it this summer, that was it. He didn't as say specific as he okay. got. Okay, yeah. okay. I, so I always have a general discomfort with carrying over money, but I think this is maybe one of those projects that has been carried over and carried over and carried over, or it feels like it's been carried over more than twice, but it probably hasn't. Um, so. I feel like there's a general discomfort there. So my my own opinion is wanting to say, well, by this deadline, which has to be chosen, you need to have the survey out. If there's already a survey out or can it be edited, can, I don't know, can we have a deadline for one of these elements, right? Neighborhood feedback or... Um, or all of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so how, how like, are you feeling like the gauntlet, Jenny, again, of like, it all needs to be I feel like, isn't September 1st a reasonable deadline? Yeah. More than reasonable. I mean, that's the whole summer. Right. Well, and then there's also, like, the end of, uh, would it be quarter three would be the end of September. And I feel like we've been contacting on a quarterly basis, but I'm wondering if there is. Our fiscal year ends June 30th. Oh, that's right. I forget right. that you all are on the. Ugh. Well, so basically, the I actually don't think I'd have a problem in in getting in having the carryover happen. That that's not a huge obstacle. Sure. It's just but you really need time to bring it to you money. and say, "Are you, you good don't. with that?" Yeah, that's that was my thought too. What if we just say you have two months or three months, September first, and define the deliverables. There, right. You know, have the design. Make sure there's been public input. Mm -hmm. There's a cost in or it goes per, away. You know, right. locations for which, how many signs. We're a couple of years out now from when this project was yes. developed. What, what, can you remind me kind of the significance of how this neighborhood came upon this public art money to be able to do a project? That was my question. I, uh, well, I, it was before me. Right. Um, and I think at the time there was kind of a, a, a rotation of public art funding that went to neighborhoods, yeah. those with strong leadership, for example. And and Judy and the Lucas Farms neighborhood cert is certainly that. Sure. Well, and I feel like, if I remember correctly, and I don't know if this was you who told me, but it's, I, I felt like somehow um, the logic was, seemed to be, and I don't, I've never discussed this with Marsha on like a one-to-one, -one, but it seemed like, again, it was that targeting a neighborhood, saying this neighborhood has strong leadership, and then a, and then it seemed like Marsha would approach the neighborhood about the project to say, if you can get something together, 
you know, we can allot $12,000. And I feel like then it was like, oh, it was the Lucas Farms allocation. And then, you know, more currently, it is now the um, South District allocation that it just seemed like it was kind of chosen in a way on, on a staff I think level. That's an accurate description of it. So is the artist able to um, fabricate the the piece? I don't even know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The um, the piece the piece is um, a, it's a stack of what looks like to be um, stone and wafers of like half inch thick colored glass hmm. that would Ooh. have light come through it. I know it sounds kind of neat. Sounds but, cool. Yeah. And then um, some of the stone would be um, etched or whatever the word is with the in the historic interpretation stuff. Okay. And so, so it's like a wayfinding piece. So, so oh. these would be located at different places. That was my understanding. Neighborhood that have so so there needs some of that could be private or I mean somebody you know might be somebody's house or. And that is all still up in the air. And with a budget of only $12,000 and these materials, I couldn't go too far, I don't think. If the artist is able to, to finish it, is the public outreach piece of it something that we can do independently of the artist? Or does that need to be done by the artist? I think that needs to be done by the neighborhood leadership. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. As a non-artist, um, my mind, it sounds like the plans are drawn up. So I, to me, it seems reasonable to ask like, for a, the plan, a list of prospective locations and a plan for community feedback. To me, it seems like a reasonable expectation within a month. Within a month? Yeah. Because we're only asking for things that are within their control. Like we're not asking for the community feedback process to be done. We're asking what is your plan to gather it. Sure. And if these, if the plans are already drawn up in some capacity, sure. I think in my mind, that seems like a reasonable ask. That becomes an interesting sort of process and timeline of, is there like a monthly, a monthly deadline for, you know? Yeah. So then by September 1st. Completion. Like there is something will be executed and, and fabricated. And if not, then the money gets put yeah. back in the pot in like another October project. First, like a deadline for completion before the ground freezes. Right. Yeah. Thank you for that very practical, like, well, they need to be installed, time. right? And they have to be, yeah. We go to November, maybe, but it depends on weather. Um, I like your idea, Steve, of like, there is a firm deadline after two complete years or so, or a little over two years, the money is going back. It's either now or never. The neighborhood could reapply right. for something else <laughs> which, with a different project. Which then does get to, you know, maybe it isn't approaching the neighborhood as it was, but maybe there is an application process. I, I don't know how we feel, anyways, you know, yeah. feel about that. Yeah. yeah, call in an application process is always a little bit more. So do we want to do intermediate deadlines or just uh, I think it makes a deadline. lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> it's got it, to it, all be done. Yeah. So, and one thing has to precede the rest. Okay. Otherwise, we're right. kind of what if knowing the, community the history doesn't of like procrastination. It? Right. It's, yeah. like, it's setting them up for failure if you yeah. just right. I think um, that seems. So the first, so it's the first of July? No, month. Whenever our next August. Meeting. Yeah, I would say like by our next meet, like in, so that we can have it for our next meeting. Because mm -hmm. yeah, it can be a short deadline because these are all three things that they should have. Yeah. Right. Right. So we're I mean, I, I think it would also if we do want like a like we I think we'd also say like with and we're like hoping like this is what we need for you like by our next meeting July, whatever July sixth, and also like our goal is for this to be done done. By, you know, like say, like this is what we need from you within the month, but just like on your radar, yeah. plan to have it done by. 
Because otherwise, then we would be able to do the call and put out a call and get submissions in time for, you know, the spring. And some, so, you know, because outdoors, you have to work when it's nice. So. so, could you say that? Could somebody recap? Uh, recapture that I'm, I'm hearing intermediate deadlines July yeah so I think so by our next meeting July 6th we want the the play the design plans and community a plan for community feedback I think were the two things and Do you want them both locations oh and locations and a list of locations oh yeah I feel I like it I feel like at this point it might be you need to show up at ever, the next three to four meetings. <laughs> well, I'm thinking with the holidays that we might want to put put that to August um, because we'll need we'll need at least a couple of days to put it together in a packet before it goes out to you, and that does involve the holidays at that point. Okay, so then you know what what else might we need for an August for the or the the next the August meeting? I guess what all could be done in the next. That's basically, the summer's over. Well, yeah. I would add fabrication a, a, a plans and costs. Budget for each one, or a yeah. est cost estimate for each yeah. one, so okay. they know how many they can do. Right. Yeah, basically the final proposal. Yeah. Yeah. They're with ready costs, to go. And <laughs> it's ready to ready for approval to install. Okay. But I think being clear on all of the <laughs> you need to check. Expect that the neighborhood feedback would occur before they come back to us. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think they have a couple neighborhood events this summer going on, so they should. Be oh, <laughs> nice. Making it easy. Okay. That helps a lot. Thank you for that. We need a motion. Or are you just going to communicate that to them I'll about a deadline? To them, I, think. Yeah. I don't think we need a motion until there's a decision made about what to do with the funds if they aren't going to go to this project. So they're going. They're going. August third. They're going to present the final plans and show okay. proof of community input. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. So you're going to request carryover regardless, right? So you're, yeah. you're requesting the carryover of the funds. Okay. okay. Anything else on that? Are you? Okay. But I, I do want to um, say for the um, bus stop bench project of how lovely it has been to watch the process on this and how efficiently it has gone. Um, we've had two contrasting neighborhood projects um, of varying degrees of, of quickness. That's right. Um, so, you know, kudos to you all. Yeah. Kudos to the Southwestern neighborhood for filling out community. Uh, Community surveys, but there's been a survey put out too, and you know, so good job. <laughs> That's what this is all about. All right, Wendy, do you want to share any other news? Yeah, staff updates. I don't have anything big. Well, I actually do have something big. Just one big thing. <laughs> um, I've decided to retire in August. What? Oh, congratulations, Wendy. No. Thanks. I know. It's exciting but daunting as well um, just because there's so much going on. Um, but that happens to everybody everywhere in life. So um, I said I would talk a little more about Rachel. Rachel is our assistant city manager, and um, after August 11th, and even before then, she'll be point person um, for public art. Um, we're not quite sure yet how or who will staff it. There's constant um, thought going into organizing or reorganizing how staffing works for public art. But uh, more to come on that for sure. And I will be here for um, the next two months. So uh, things, are, things are fine that way. Including that August 3rd. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so that was one thing. And the other thing was um, up on um, the public art website starting, I think it's today, um, we, we've been working with the Climate uh, Outreach Division 
on uh, promotion of Climate Fest events, which happens in September. And one of the things they um, did last year and want to do again this year is a bus stop decoration contest. So um, they asked Public Art Advisory if we could put the call for artists out on our uh, pages and to our artists who are registered in our art, artist registry and um, we'll be doing that. This will be um, a temporary uh, bus stop decoration at three different bus stops where um, the chosen artists will get a thousand dollar stipend for um, doing that decoration and um, then they'll come down, those decorations will come down after the Climate Fest event. Yeah. Okay, so it's Climate Fest, so I want to ask about the temporary and sustainability relationship. I just always get really nervous about the dollar store and all the plastic they sell when mm. people are doing art things and decorating. Interesting. Um, I don't know if they're, I know artists will have to submit concepts for what they have in mind, and I'm 99.9% certain that the Climate Outreach Division staff would not allow plastic hoo-ha. Can we put language in there about the materiality that this is for this? It should not be, it should be um, creating awareness, not contributing mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, good thought. I'll share that with Climate Action and... So they're just asking us to use our channels and outreach to our raise significant of it. cultural capital as yeah. the public art advisory committee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great. yeah. I just didn't want anybody to be surprised about that because it isn't really one of our programs, but it relates to public art. So I was going to say just because this brings it all together, and it has been a conversation that we've had before. Um, of identifying, but like instead of starting from the, these neighborhood art projects, instead of starting from the ground up, thinking about doing like rotating, picking up, rotating neighborhoods and doing like a bus stop redesign or creative. So it's a bit more of a, a program with infrastructure that then people can kind of onboard and offboard um, and would also present uh, to me, I think fun and exciting collaborations with um, the climate committees and transportation and things. Yeah. So. I just want to and keep not, that on our radar. And not just like, not just bus stops. I mean, there could be other just benches or mm -hmm. like a labyrinth or things, you know, community things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. I really want to build one. Oh, let me know. I know. Let me know about that. But that was all I had. Have updates. <laughs> If not, motion to adjourn. <laughs> Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you.